edition of a Conversation with a Socialist on StreamYard. I am here with Delilah. Uh, she goes uh, Delilah for Texas on Twitter. And uh, you, are, you are a potential uh, Green Party uh, candidate, or have I got that wrong? Or, uh, uh, I'm working with Green Party Texas. Uh, the nomination process is they vote next year, so we're just trying to get an early start on campaigning. Okay. Uh, so how long have you been wanting to um, yeah, be a candidate? I mean, uh, is there a particular reason why you, you wanted to run? Absolutely. Um, I've been involved with a lot of um, anti-pipeline protests lately, and um, there's a Kinder Morgan pipeline coming through the Hill Country, and I've been involved with the community efforts for environmental um, movements. <clears throat> And other social movements, and at this point, it just—it's very, very clear that people need to do something now in order to stop the aggression against our natural habitats. And so, I just running for office is a very complicated process, and it's hard to find people who really want to do something like that because of all the risks involved and you know the extra stress. It's like working another full-time job, but. I'm absolutely willing to do that because I feel like right now everybody's got to do as much as they possibly can to help the situation. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, is Texas a, uh, well, how much of a blue, reddish thing? I, I think uh, Biden lost that by quite a bit at the election. Um, and I know that during the primaries, um, things were kind of in Biden's Corporate. 
interested in their um, campaigns, you know? Yeah. Uh, does uh, Texas have ranked choice voting? We do not. And uh, is there a moment there to get that started? Yes, um, there, there are efforts being made to try and draw bills and, and talk to people about um, why ranked choice voting is essential, you know? Uh, there's a lot of people still are a little um, not well versed um, on the political spectrum and so a lot of it's going to be information, giving, you know, talking to people about what ranked choice voting is and what we can do to try and get that as a thing, you know, get that to become a norm for Texas. But we're, we're usually the state that's behind on a lot of um, legal changes and laws, you know, I've lived here my whole life and there's always some sort of um, pushback from more conservative types to, against progress. <clears throat> uh, I, I know that uh, some Greens are still in uh, some position, like water conservation, is that right? I don't know. Are you, what was the question? <laughs> I said... <laughs> I think there are some Greens that are water conservation or water districts, I mean, in Texas. Yes, <clears throat> yes, there's that. There's a big focus um, on protecting our resources here. Um, you know, Elon Musk was doing uh, testing in a wildlife refuge down in the valley where I, you know, I grew up down there. Um, and there was a big pushback. A lot of the indigenous trying to, to get involved and, and lead the way against these big corporate projects, you know. Um, locally near Austin, there was a Kinder Morgan pipeline that people were working against. Um, I actually went to legal and appeals um, meeting, I guess. <laughs> and uh, it was it's crazy to, to just see how much work is involved in and how much financial finances need to be invested in conservation efforts. It's almost impossible at this moment. We desperately need more public pressure to get these things going. You know what I mean? Everybody that I've talked to, like at my job, is like, oh, I didn't know anything about that. But if you go out to Liberty, you know, that's everybody's talking about that because it's so close to them. And I think Texas is such a big state. Um, people don't feel like they're involved, you know? Because it's easy to, yeah. you know, you don't know what's going on in two counties over. Um, and I, I really want to try and help bring focus on these environmental issues that affect all of us uh, in our state. I think there's going to be, plus um, people learn uh, a little bit more about the processes. I think they'll be more involved. And um, that's, that's really what my whole what my whole deal is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, you have a uh, history of uh, activism and of that nature, uh, how long you've been with the Greens, and uh, what was your platform overall that you will be running on? On what I'll be running on? Yes, the, the overall platform, what is like uh, the trust and the uh, and the details within the trust? Right, um, so obviously conservation efforts, um, that's essential, and you know, our, our economy has during this pandemic. So we 
sustainable futures. That's just, you know, the whole eco-socialist agenda is is where you take socialism and you make sure that it's it's in line with um, conservation because that is being in line with you know all progressive platforms. You know what I'm saying? Like and uh, Medicare for all. I work in healthcare and one of the biggest focuses for me personally is is advocating for people to have that right to exist that is being denied uh, from lack of healthcare coverage. I've seen it too many times where people are being left um, destitute basically because of lack of healthcare. So that's the other thing that I'm very concerned with. And then um, independent rights, Texas has that independent spirit. And um, you know, that's why I, my uh, quote is why succeed when we can lead because I want to take that independent spirit and I want to use that to make, to help Texas be an independent and self-sustaining state that it can, you know, take care of its own people. We shouldn't be, I mean, I'm Hispanic and I'm indigenous and my, like, my relatives weren't legal when they came here and they've always been hard workers, you know? And just to see like this this stigma against immigration and people of color is really painful. It, it, these issues have been going on for decades upon decades, hundreds of years, and I'm tired something about it. Yeah, uh, I, I I know the feeling. Um, uh, what what is your background in that bitch? My background with employment or <clears throat> with activism. Uh, both. <laughs>
that this year was different. <laughs> being a being involved yeah. in direct action. Uh, now, uh, does that the job mean you're a, a frontline worker? Yes. Uh, and uh, can you tell me of what hospital you work at? I I don't want to talk about that because I can't try and say that my views are shared by my employer. Oh, I understand. So, um, yeah, of course. Uh, I still get full time, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> I still have got to work full time, Calvin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is, what is the uh, the effective COVID uh, rate there right now? I'm gonna tell you right now. I can't look at the numbers. <laughs> Every because the the cases are not they're not hitting they're not flattening at all. Frustrating because we've got a lot of anti-maskers and people who are saying things that, like, they don't believe that you know COVID is real still, and it's it's just a bit too frustrating for me to to focus on the daily numbers. Um, you know, every hospital in town has you know good standards of uh, procedures regarding infection control, obviously, but it, it's more like a society thing. Um, there's a lot of people. I, there hasn't been a day that people haven't been trying to go to bars still and go out and have fun, you know. Yeah. Since started. Yeah. Um, how different is the uh, government statistics with, with uh, the ones that you can look at regards to? Uh, how is there a is there a percentage difference or are they about the same? Well, we're Texas is a leading state in cases and has. We, we've always had high numbers. Yeah, you know, we're like, I, there hasn't been a time from where I don't think Texas wasn't a hot spot. <laughs> you know, one of the first to come to the U.S. was actually in Texas at, at one of the bases. Because they were, they were okay. bringing everybody from, um, over, you know, not stateside. Um, as soon as the pandemic hit, they were bringing everybody back. <clears throat> So one of the first confirmed cases was in San Antonio, <laughs> which isn't far from here. Yeah, no. Oh, what's his name? Um, the guy that went for president, uh, York. Was it York? Or York or some of that? Uh, 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 York. I'm sorry? Uh, Beto O'Rourke, you're talking about? Yes, yes, yes. I apologize. Yes, that's the, that's the guy. Uh, do you know if he's been doing anything to... Uh, help out in regards to just the overall community, or has he just kind of been out? Yeah, I actually haven't seen him doing a lot of uh, community efforts. I used to, um, I did vote for him back when he was running for against Ted Cruz. Um, and so I signed up for emails from his campaign, and a lot of the emails that I had read were you know, just focusing on supporting Biden and the Democratic Party, and they're um, there. They they started their own uh, pack, so there was a lot of uh, push to support that as well. And you know, I'm for a, like I'm just a person. <laughs> I'm just a voter. You know what I'm saying? And I I haven't seen or heard that he's been out in the community doing things to to help with this pandemic. Uh, for 
personally. I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, how about transfers? Anybody that is like currently in uh, in office, uh, have they been doing anything in regards to something? I not not from Texas. You know, um, our mayor in Austin, Steve Adler, is he's a Democrat, and he he talks about leaving the science and tries to give community updates and things like that and uh, enforce mask mandates. Um, but then our governor, Abbott, is is very much seeming to be on the fence, um, you know, about concerns for the cases. And he's, he's pushing, you know, support for small businesses, but then trying to not, like, he doesn't want to put the, the state on lockdown again. Um mm-hmm. Well, I, I know we talked about the support. Uh, what would you change uh, if you were in charge? For Texas, currently? Uh, any, any policies that you would have, any, any policies you may have uh, on your mind that you would think about to uh, take uh, for us of that nature? Do you think that it's kind of like a taking advantage of the 
they live, you know what I mean? They live here. They work here. They're our people. We have to do everything to support yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and actually, those that, that said that uh, they get payoffs from big corporations, uh, big pharma, people like that. Uh, that's the reason why they. That's why they don't support a UBI or anything of that nature because it takes money away from whatever tax incentives they give the donors. Um, right. Where are you on uh, legalizing marijuana? Oh my God, we are so behind. We need to just legalize recreational marijuana. I, I'm this discussion is so old. <laughs> I know plenty of veterans and plenty of people with mental health issues that that, that would benefit from just legalizing it. And using it for recreational purposes, and um, you know, it would actually help with uh, addictions, other addictions that are more harmful to people. If if they would just go ahead and legalize it, I, I have no debate there. <laughs> well, uh, have you heard of the of the Moore's Act got passed by the I think it's the U.S. Senate, but I don't know, the, the House or the House, but I I don't think they'll pass the Senate. Uh, have you heard about the Moore's Act? Uh, last, uh, uh, my my fiance is very much in tune with that community. Uh, uh, she told me earlier that um, it basically it takes uh, marijuana off of the Schedule One drug uh, list, making it uh, federally legally to illegal not only to manufacture and other stuff, and basically uh, uh, bank bank with it and all that stuff. The, uh, the, it sounds like that you'd be with that if, uh, say, you got into office and that was uh, that went on your desk as far as your your vote for approval. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. People are sitting in jail for nonviolent offenses related to marijuana. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> These people could be out in our communities, you know, helping, helping, living, existing. You know what I mean? Like we want people to be free yeah. uh, so I, I, I don't agree with um, criminalizing people for um, something so I mean yeah we've got to do a lot with the drug classes um, there's a lot of issues and I don't you know I, I think it's really sad to think about somebody being in jail for decades for something like that like a, like a possession issue um, and they have harsher consequences than somebody who would be charged for assault. Um, there's a, a, a group in San Marcos, and they're called Mano Amiga, and they do a lot of police reform efforts um, and things like that. And so I, I try to keep in touch with them about what bills are coming up and what they're working on. Recently, they pushed um, Hayes County to go uh, with fight and release um, legislation, so to keep people out of jail, you know, we've got a lot of numbers of COVID cases, um, and we've got a lot of numbers that are in the jails, and those people are not violent people, and they're getting very sick, and it's been a concern, you know, for um, a lot of advocates of the situation that they're in. <clears throat> yeah, uh, do, you, uh, do you support uh, defunding of the police, or at least uh, maybe coming up with like a uh, financial council to, to make sure that whatever money does go towards police is not for, say, up to you know, like military-style uh, military weapons, but more or less like making sure that money is going to for like the staff and uh, 
reason that cars and stuff of that nature, but not military, not military style weapons or military style vehicles. Absolutely, our the police funds, uh, the police budgets are over um, overfunded, and um, in Austin, with the Black Lives Matter movement and defunding of the police, they kind of went hand in hand um, over the course of the summer. People were out every day. You know, we actually lost people. Um, as a result of that, and uh, you know, police brutality, I witnessed it firsthand. Their their budgets go, <laughs> their inflated budgets go along with inflated egos, in my opinion. And so, when you take and then all the movement kind of slowed down and tapered off after Austin decided to do, they said they would defund, but there's such lack of oversight. We don't know where those funds are going. And, um, you know, there's not really any concessions being done. I haven't seen anything to dictate that the money is going to be used better for, like, mental health services. And um, I think I think they did make sure that there was going to be some money going to forensics. But, you know, like, victim services and things like that are all underfunded. And there needs to be better oversight in the department's um, uh Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, there needs to be better oversight. Yeah, uh, better scrutiny, uh, maybe a good term as well. Uh, where are you yeah. as far as like uh, council rent or uh, or um, uh, rent control people? Oh, yeah. Um, have you ever been to Texas? <laughs> uh, I was there uh, in the early 2000s, uh, but it was for more of a, uh, a uh, transfer from plane to plane. One, when they say oh. it's bigger in Texas, yes, that's true, but that's in guns, not, not necessarily people. I did see uh, small, like, army guards uh, at like the part where they on the plane and had guns almost as big as they are, if not maybe a little bit bigger. That's shocking for, for people coming through. <laughs> uh, absolutely. But, you know, when you live here, you're kind of there's like at least 15 other people that I know that own, um, you know, those those type of AR uh, um, social behavior here. Um, so, what were what were you were asking about Texas like local prices or what was? I'm well, sorry. I, I no no problem. I was asking what your opinion is on no, the no. rent control and counseling rent. Yes. Um, so we had some mandates um, in the bigger cities to, they're like a, a rent memorandums. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I'm terrible at this. Anyway, I'm, I'm working on it. Um, anyway, they, they, they did some statutes to make sure that people could not be evicted. And, um, and a lot of advocates said that that really wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? Because how is that beneficial if they're just accruing debt the whole time? You know what I mean? So um, I do support, um, you know, halting mortgage and rent payments, but I think that also goes hand in hand with the universal basic income. Um, you know what I'm saying? I would have at least liked to see them, you know, slash the cost of rent for people who were able to pay. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just... 
there, there wasn't enough effort um, to support people. It, it was like the community had to lead every single effort, and uh, canceling the rent wasn't canceling it. It was just saying you can't evict them. So I, I would have definitely liked to see something um, more in-depth to support families through this hard time. Because every time I hear about a family getting evicted, it just breaks my heart. I can't. I can't understand how it's acceptable for our police to kick a family out on the street for not being able to pay rent during a pandemic when, you know, everybody's losing their jobs. It's just really heartbreaking and terrible. I um, you know, I know there's a lot of steps involved, but it shouldn't be that hard to take care of people, especially when people, you know, we generate a lot of income in Texas. We're not um, low... Um, as far as uh, labor, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. there should, yeah, there 100% would have canceled rent and, and done everything I possibly could to make sure that people were well supported during this so they could stay healthy. Exactly, yeah. Uh, have you uh, been in contact with uh, other Bitcoin members? Other members of, of where? Green Party, Social Alternative. Basically, is there like a collective effort to help Green Party? Any leftists or something to do this? Is that Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, bill, there's a lot of petitions and things going around to, to support um, canceling the rent. And there was a lot, there was, honestly, over the fall with the presidential election, a lot of the local issues have been kind of taken a backseat. Uh, people power to, you know, support the Democrats. Okay, I hate to cut that off, but that's part one of my uh, interview with the potential Green Party uh, of 2020 candidate uh, at Della for, uh, Delilah, I'm sorry, Delilah, Delilah for Texas uh, to uh, listen tomorrow as I have part two of that. Or you can go on to my YouTube channel, uh, which is called uh, Green uh, GPS, Green Party and Socialist uh, uh, Channel, News Channel, sorry. Um, you can subscribe to that, uh, and you can also uh, uh, listen to listen to my podcast with uh, with different other candidates from socialist to Green Party to whomever is on the left uh, left side of the political spectrum only. Uh, but thanks for listening. Uh, I will talk to you later, and peace out for now.